0: I see the light. I see that if we just walk through this door and take on these different thoughts and these different practices, then our world would shift. And I love you so much. I want this for you too. And what's happening, you see the door and you're trying to put your mother here, your dad on your shoulder here. You've got a brother on your hip here. You've got a child here. You've got your best friend on your back and you don't fit through the dang door because you're trying to get everybody through the door with you.
1: I'm Krati Mehra, and this is Beyond the Goals Podcast. It's my attempt to help you revel in all that life has to offer without pressing pause on your hustle. We learn how to create healthier relationships, a healthier lifestyle, a career that brings us true joy, and a life that satisfies us on every level. Forget the conventional ideas of success and happiness, because we're going to live a life of value and create an impact that speaks to our place in the world. So let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the show. My guest today is Danette May, the co founder of Mindful Health and Earth Echo Foods. A much sought after coach for leaders and celebrities, a renowned speaker and best selling author of seven books. Danette inspires people around the world to step up into the true and full expression of themselves and live up to their fullest potential. Her teachings and programs have transformed the lives of millions of people, helping them live their healthiest and happiest lives. In addition to her signature programs and products and best-selling books, Danette shares her wisdom and simple life hacks through national media interviews, keynote speeches, and mastermind sessions. She's a regular podcast guest and has been featured in several documentary films alongside Tony Robbins, the Dalai Lama, Richard Branson, and more. Through her brands, Danette focuses on the three pillars of healing. Healing foods, healing movement, and a healing mindset. And it is an undeniable truth that only by focusing on all of these areas, can you infuse your life with the kind of joy, well-being, and an enduring sense of fulfillment that we all deserve. In today's episode, we will learn more about the net holistic approach to healing, her own struggles that helped her become the person that she is today, and how she's using all of that wisdom, all of that learning to help others find the same joy, success, and peace. So let's dive in. Thank you so much for making time for this interview. And I've got so many questions to ask you. All right, great. So would it be okay for you to just give us like a quick introduction of how you're, I know you're helping a lot of women all over the world. So what is it is that you focus on how you're choosing to help people just a little introduction for the listeners who don't, who are not already aware of your work?
0: Yeah. So, you know, I have actually three different businesses, but they all really started with the premise that. I took my mess and made my message (laughs) and I really wanted women in general. It started with women, um, to really understand this power that lies within them. I really have this belief system that women are the most untapped resource humanity has, and not just women, but women that are awake and women that understand their power and are living into that power. And that power I knew was coming from what I believe was these three pillars. And that was healing foods, healing movement, and a healing mindset. And so really created programs, uh, meal plans, workouts around these concepts. So not just a meal plan that's just food, but healing foods. And watching people become fertile that were infertile. Watching women go, oh my gosh, I'm feeling all these emotional things. And I'm realizing toxic relationships that I've had. These All these programs do these things. And then also understanding these movement. Really opens and clears out the cobwebs to your soul. Really helps you tap into your feelings and expressing those feelings. And then the mindset piece is really understanding the subconscious stories that have been playing on repeat, and and how to rewire those and rewiring them so that you can live into your fullest expression. So they really just started off with programs, um, whether it was nutrition detoxes, fitness programs, and then. It started turning into high level coaching programs where then I was really coaching on deeper concepts, um, started writing books for Hay House, then turned things into speaking, uh, keynoting at really large events, putting on my own big, large events and and then started with Earth Echo Foods, which is a superfood company that I really felt called to take this ancient form of nutrition and bring it into our modern world and, and really helped shift everything um, outwardly on a cellular level. So now we have a superfood company, so it's it's evolved, but it's always come from that thread that we are made for more and that there's so much more within each one of us. And And how do we really tap into that and utilize it to be in our fullest expression?
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. And I have read your story, I have uh, some idea of how you approach different issues, how you help people approach their issues. And I think it is incredible because you have a very like your messages that every single individual, regardless of whatever that it is that they're struggling with, need a holistic approach to their problems. And I think That is extremely, extremely true, but it's something that we forget often. And your story, of course, you know, the the struggles that you've been through, the fact that you've made it to where you are right now is a beautiful, beautiful thing to see. Uh, So may I ask from your experience, experience of your own and experience of working with all these people, where do we start this healing? Like, yeah, you are supposed to focus on your mind, body, spirit, but where do you start? like is there one area that needs to be prioritized over the others
0: yeah yeah well
1: you know that's hard
0: because i think sometimes we we're inundated with information where this is definitely not an era of lack of information (laughs) um you can get information on anything um how i approach this for myself is um i look at where i'm being triggered where there's a rub where there's um little bit of resistance for myself. And I will look at that and go, this is my opportunity. This is my opportunity to go, okay, where is this resistance coming from? Where is this rub this coming from? So this is your opportunity to look at, okay, obviously the very thing that's causing the rub and the resistance is not it, it's deeper. And and so that's your opportunity to look at your wounding. Um, your childhood wounding, look at the little girl, little boy that needs some extra love. Um, And look at the stories that you're telling yourself, or you've been telling yourself the stories that were placed on you from a young age, looking at them, unraveling them, saying, are they actually true? Um, And that that's really the start. And then obviously, you can do the really practical, fundamental, physical things, which choosing foods that are actually non toxic, like if you put toxic in your body, you're going to feel toxic. You're going to feel not as grounded. Just being really practical with yourself. If you don't move your body, you're not going to sustain energy. Anything that needs energy has to move. So if you want more energy, move your body. Um, And and really understanding if you want a calm mind, you got to breathe. You got to drop into deep breath. You've got to do, we call it meditation. It doesn't mean you're clearing out thoughts. That's, in, that's impossible. It means dropping into breath and dropping into that, just knowing that you can actually breathe. And so those are fundamental things you can do um, that I think everyone should be practicing, like putting into practice, but understanding that your triggers are your clue to your deeper work.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think one of the most frustrating things that you see, and I'm sure you'll agree with it, with your clients, with anybody really, is that there are people who have clarity over their core values. They have clarity over what they stand for, what it is that they want out of their life, what do they not want at all in their relationships, their careers. But despite that, the the struggle keeps happening. They, They are unable to move forward the way they should be moving forward, Considering that clarity is such a huge source of power, but they're not really able to put into action. What do you think is going on there?
0: Um, That's a great question. It's something that I've thought about with people a lot is like, because it's not a lack of information and it's a lack of action. And, And to me, what I think creates a lack of action is this feeling of unworthiness, that who am I to feel really great or who am I to succeed or who am I? to change this and have this outcome. And so we self-sabotage in inaction or we self-sabotage with our thoughts or whatnot because deep at the fundamental layer, we just don't feel we're enough or that we're worthy of the of the change or of the thing that we are seeking. And so um, I, I always say the greatest journey in business, the greatest journey in your relationships is that journey to your worthiness, that journey to um, where... Along the way, did the story get put down that you are not worthy for greatness?
1: That makes a lot of sense. And I know that people do gravitate towards content that's around dysfunctional beliefs. So it's not like, the, as you said, it's not lack of information. Everyone is already aware that there is such a thing as having dysfunctional beliefs that continues to sabotage you for as long as you hold on to them. Yeah. So there is such a thing as the beliefs that we have about the world and the beliefs that we have about ourselves, right? So how do we work on them? Do we work on both of those things in tandem? Do we work on them, you know, one at a time? Do we go to therapy? What is like the method that you recommend?
0: You know, yeah, you work on it. You do, you look at it, you unpack it. And ultimately the way you view yourself is how you're viewing the world ultimately. So yeah, you kind of do it simultaneously. It, it, it just happens that way naturally um, you can get a coach. There are programs out there. I obviously do a pre, like a coaching program called premium coaching, which where it's affordable because there's, a, it's in a group setting, but it's rewiring these stories. It's looking and unpacking these belief systems that literally are not serving you. Um, and, and rewriting new stories. We are the dreamer of the dream. And so you get to learn through different people. So I always say, if you're going to get a coach, or you're going to get a therapist. I, I mean, therapist is a little harder. I would say I'm going to use coach because you don't really know much about the therapist, but I would say if you get a coach and I would almost say get a coach over a therapist, but a dang good one, they should be someone that you look at their life in a lot of areas and go, yeah, I, I, I like what I'm seeing. Not just the fake stuff they put out, but like really do they have the family relationship? Do they have help? There's a lot of coaches that are talking about health and they are not healthy and you know they're not, but they're still talking about it and you're still drinking yeah. the Kool-Aid um, or, they're, or they'll talk about financial or business. And you're like, your business is OK, but you're not making that much money. You know what I mean? So like really do your due diligence to look behind the curtain of a coach and then get the coach that's living kind of in the existence that you are interested in. And and then proceed that way. Because I think a lot of times as humans, we tend to go to the person that actually is not killing it. I don't know why we do that. Once another self-sabotage moment, Um, you know, we, we go to the relationship coach who doesn't even, isn't even in relationship. And we talk about our relationship with this relationship coach, who's not even have a relationship. They're not even married or they're not even in relationship. (laughs) So I always find that fascinating, but, um, Yeah, that's, that would be my first step of advice. Yeah,
1: that makes a lot of sense. I think one of the reasons people do it is because they kind of, I mean, you should be looking for an expert, but I think they end up looking for a friend instead, someone who may, I think there's a lot of fear of judgment when you're approaching a professional who is killing it, because then they are, they, I think people feel like, is this person even going to understand my struggles? Because clearly they've made it to the other side. Do they even remember what it's like to be me? So I think maybe that's one of the reasons. It could be, you know, people are complex. It's not that easy to pack (laughs) it. Yeah,
0: that's really great. Yeah, a good coach usually has had a ton of crap along the way. And they will remember because actually every coach I've learned from or I've looked to, the one common denominator between all of them is massive mess, chaos, crazy past, traumatic childhood, whatever. And they've turned it and flipped it. And that's what makes them phenomenal. And so they understand where you're at. They understand where human nature has been going for years, you know, and, and how do you rewire that and step out to create a life that is in alignment for yourself? So um, most of the time just so And if anyone is thinking like yeah yeah that's how I feel it's like most coaches don't forget yeah. Do yeah. of
1: course you couldn't possibly forget <laughs> struggles of that nature and no. I think that's one of the reasons why yeah. I appreciate it so much like you have so openly shared your story you have let people into that 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 sacred space of your life you've shown your pain I think And I've always said on this show that it is the one of the reasons why I love having people on to the show, people who've actually been through the shit that they're actually talking about, because they get it, Mm -hmm. they get it. And while they may call you out on your shit, they may ask you to take action and they may even push you they'll still be there to catch you if you fall because they get it yeah. and they'll be there at just the yeah. right moment. <laughs> so I think it's, in. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, now that we're talking about it, I don't want to like prod at your wounds, but could you share like some of your journey, like where you started your healing? What was that like? What were the pain points during like that, that very draw period of your life?
0: Yeah, I think the, so one of the rawest points, and you have to understand that this was a raw point, but I've had more after, um, was the loss of my son. You know, uh, that brought me into unknown territory of deep depression for myself. I, I wasn't familiar with depression until I had lost my son. And that feeling of guilt, that feeling of shame, that feeling of despair, of like something that you had planned on and more prepared for is gone now and it's your child. And no one can really understand unless they've had a child what that could feel like. But um, it, it brought me into a new space of really understanding. But I always say that that passing really woke me up. Um, it was this rock bottom that was actually such a massive gift. And so I always look at most of these traumas as um, a gift wrap in as sandpaper. It's like, these are really big gifts. um, If you choose to look at that way. And once again, everything is a story. Our stories either bring bliss or suffering. And every one of us has a story. Every one of us has stories we create from every scenario that happens in our lives. And so you get to decide what is your story? What is the story? And If you're even going to have a story, a lot of times we don't even need a story. We just get to say it is what it is, you know?
1: Yeah, that is amazing. And taking all your experience into account, what do you think it is that holds people back? And what are some of the practical things that they can do so that they can at least get to that point where they can tell their story and ask for help if necessary?
0: Yeah, you know, these are very practical. And I actually pride myself in my simplicity. (laughs) But, um, you know, I want to ask. Like, can I just ask such, such, like anyone listening, if this is you, I would ask you, like, where are you spending your time? So I would take an inventory of your day and really look at who are you communicating with? where is your time going? Is it going to listening to things on the news? Is it going to watching shows that create a little drama and they're interesting? Is it going to social media where you're watching everybody else's highlight reel it, where are you spending your time and get really real with it? Like go, okay, from morning from this time to this time and be radically honest because the, the most impeccable thing you can do is be radically honest with yourself. Because you're not fooling anyone else. Like your life shows you exactly where your head is at, and where your your life of what you're witnessing is the reflection of what's going on inside of you. And and that might be hard for a lot of people to swallow, but trust me, I've been through divorce, I've lost my son, I've had been in financial ruin, and that lens was all my internal stuff. So I'm I'm saying you have to get radically honest, and so looking at all of that. And then going, where can I, if I'm, if I'm binging um, to social, or I'm binging to this non edifying thing, which I am enjoying, but it's not really taking me to my goal, then replace it with something that is like maybe listening to um, a podcast that is in that realm of helping you maybe listening to um, an inspiring message that gets you motivated and believing in yourself or learning about this concept of that inner child, like really changing out. If you're with toxic friends or friends that are just not inspiring, shift those friends out. It's okay to be on your own a little bit. It's okay for you to work on yourself a little bit versus working on everybody else and being with everybody else. So I think that's the first step. And then reading books, you know, getting educated, learning, taking courses signing up with a good coach are all going to help you go to that next level but first you got to get real with yourself like where are you spending your time and your energy
1: yeah that's very very powerful advice that's in the way you put it i think that should really get the point across that if your life is not everything you want it to be it's because of something you're doing or something you're not doing it's and the story that's going on inside of you, the, the things that you are saying about yourself, as we say, you know, the things that we say about ourselves go directly into the universe and is sent back, amplified. in your external visions of what you're seeing. Yeah. 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 That's beautiful. This is something I love about your website because anybody who spent any time on your website would see this message repeated over and over again. The mindset, the mindset, because I think it really, really comes down to that. Your mindset is everything. It's going to make or break you. Um, okay, so there is negativity that's inside us, that's coming from us, the things that we choose to say about ourselves, the stories that we play on a loop. But there's negativity coming from others, like you pointed out, if you have friends who don't support you on your journey. So if there is negativity, like we we brace ourselves for a new journey, we do the work, we get ready to like show up as someone different, as someone better but then there's all this negativity that's coming at us from people we care about. What would you suggest to the listeners? What, what can they do about that? Because I think that is a very difficult and delicate area in your life to navigate.
0: So Something I heard. And this typically is, if you're feeling this, it's usually family. It's usually your loved ones that you really care about or parents, siblings. Maybe it's a significant other. Um, if you're older, it could be your children um your older children that you value their opinion and what's happening is that you're on this like so imagine you're walking through a door and you've got all this information and you're like if we just walk through this door our world could be totally different and oh my gosh you could be happy you could be healthy and you're so excited because you're like i see the light i see that if we just walk through this door and take on these different thoughts and these different practices, then our world would shift. And I love you so much. I want this for you, too. And what's happening is you, are, you see the door and you're trying to put your mother here, your dad on your shoulder here. You've got a brother on your hip here. You've got a child here. You've got your best friend on your back. And you don't fit through the dang door because you're trying to get everybody through the door with you. And here's what you need to do. Let everybody off take everybody off, let everybody have their journey and you walk through the door. And when you're on through the door and they want to see you in your door, in the door, don't try to bring everybody with you. You don't have. That's not your job to bring everybody with you and have them see it the way you see it and want to even go through the dang door. They might not want to. So yeah. go through the door, let them go. And if you can look at them and say, you can come through, but let them walk through on their own. You don't need to pack everybody with you. And that could free you up a lot because a lot of times you're wanting everyone to understand how you feel. You're wanting everyone to validate this transformation you're on. And you know what? They may not. And that's okay. And you just get through the door.
1: Yeah. And maybe your story and a happier life would inspire them to join you on your journey. Go through the door. Yeah. I hope they, you know, people, anybody listening to the show follows your advice because I think this is one of the most difficult things to navigate, you know, letting go. And as you said, it's always people we love. It's always people we simply cannot give up on. And it's so hard. I think the very few people can ever make that decision to just let go of people and forget about it and move on. So the better thing, as you said, is to go through the door and then maybe perhaps you'll be more helpful to them and, you know, making that transformation.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. Because you know what you packing them on, they're getting bruised. You're like banging them against the wall and no one's going through the door. So you, it's out of love. You're not letting go and being like, I don't care about you. I don't I'm forgetting about you. It's like, you know what, right now I got to take care of myself. And I'm gonna go through this door and I welcome you to come in and I will brace you, but I'm not gonna judge you if you stay out there and I'm not gonna stop myself from going in because it doesn't feel good to you. And just do your thing, do your thing.
1: Yeah. But if somebody needs support, like there are a lot of people who simply are, don't think that they have the capacity to go through a journey of transformation because that takes toll on you on so many levels. So if somebody believes that they're not capable, of going through that journey on their own, they need support. What other avenues would you recommend to them? What other areas could they like? How can they make that journey and perhaps get people to support them? Like, what would you recommend
0: here? Well, I would say join premium coaching. <laughs> <laughs> um, join premium coaching, or yeah, because there you are not alone in your desire of transformation. I don't care how big you think your desire is or how crazy your past is, someone's can relate. And you have to find your tribe. You have to find those people that are growing and transforming and sync up with them if you don't like doing it on your own if you can't be brave enough to do it on your own and let's just own it maybe you're not and that's okay you might have to grab a hold of a group that there's people that are on that same trajectory as you and hold on and that's what that's what i have as, as this group um, of coaching. That's why I'm so passionate about this coaching. And I'm thankful that you're asking this question because it's reuniting that passion. Because a lot of times people are like, well, I think I want one-on-one coaching. And I'm like, there's greatness in that, but there is a power in group coaching because you actually realize you're not alone and you have a tribe of people going with you that can be your support system outside of that coaching session. And it's actually magnified and can be even more potent for your growth. And it's been eye opening for me because I think a lot of people think, oh, one on one coaching is even more powerful. And I'm like, maybe, maybe not, because group coaching can be so potent. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think any room that has people going through the same journey as you, that room has so even if it's a virtual one, has so much empathy there. And empathy is very, very powerful. When you know that this person sitting next to you is in exactly the same place as you and they just found the courage to make it to the other side, that courage can drive your performance as well. A lot of people don't realize that. But I think one of the reasons why coaches, you know, switch from one-on-one to group coaching, I I think you will agree with this, they do it because of that very reason. Because it, it can amplify your positive emotions i think that's a wonderful thing and we talked about how you know we continue to have moments of insecurity but today you are a different person from who you were that triggered like the struggles that you had that triggered this journey that you went on and then turned it into like this uh, powerhouse where you are actually helping other people through that same journey now you're a very different person much more powerful but i'm sure you have moments of insecurity Considering the woman you are today, how do you choose to navigate through those moments of insecurity? What is your method?
0: Yeah, I have insecurities for sure. They're, insecurities, never you're never not going to have them and they just show up in different forms. So today my insecurities are, are the people that are coming into my life truly just want to be my friend or do they want something more from me? Do they want my connections? Do they want... Um, something, you yeah. know, business yeah. related or, and and that's my insecurity. Or if someone really gets to know all the dimensions of Danette, are they going to love all the dimensions of Danette? Because a lot of times people like to put me in a certain box and category in their mind, right? So those are my vulnerabilities. And, you know, how I navigate them is I just continue to step into it. So when I'm with girlfriends that want her acting and making, filling up my heart and making me feel like super seen. And like, maybe they have me then I can breathe into them. I'm can, I can feel the fear, especially if I get vulnerable with them or I'm like, do they really have me? Do they really like, do they really care about me regardless of anything? And um, so what I do honestly is I recognize the vulnerability. I recognize I'm very human and, and that it's real for me, I typically have that conversation with those types of people and and share my vulnerability. So sharing it and letting people all know that, hey, this is my intention in this friendship. This is your opportunity to go out because if you don't and you don't have a good intention, it's going to really hurt me. Um, And so one, being really real. And then two, just trusting. Have I gotten hurt with people that I really thought were there for me? Yep. Yep, sure have, even with this intention, even with, you know, trying to be careful. Yes, I have. And I mean, I just la- like three days ago, something came up. So I, you know, I just keep stepping into it. And that's all you can do. It's just a continual reminder that I get to continually heal this woman uh, wounding for me. Yeah. It's more for me, women. Some some people have wounding with men. Mine tends to be with women. I grew up with all brothers. I have really powerful men in my life. Even my, my relationship that didn't work out with my first husband. I mean, we're back friends. Like I don't have a lot of wounding with men, but women, I think it's lineage. And so I get to clear it and I get to continue to work and, and really look at my stories around women and clearing that because that's where I can have the power. Um, and, and just keep stepping into it.
1: Yeah. I don't think the pain ever goes away, but I think with what you're recommending, I think you just get better at handling that pain in a more graceful way so that there isn't as much damage. I think that's an incredible thing. But like you said, you have emotional wounds that you need to work through. There is that wounding there, which makes you sort of um, more suspicious of, you know, those elements in your life.
0: You become a magnet, actually. You need to heal it. Yeah. Because if not, then people will be a reflection of that wound. So for me, I have to heal this woman wound of women getting really close to me um, because that's my responsibility. If I don't, then it's, it literally is going to be a reflection for other people to come in and magnetize to that wound. So I'm going to continually see that happen again and again. And that's the same with any wound, and whether it's a money wound, a relationship wound, a health wound. You, you've got to go do that deeper work so that you're not constantly bringing it back into your life for you to be a reminder to heal it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. So is would it be okay for me to say here that, while you are should be aware of the story like you should be aware of the wound and the story behind it and how it's tripping you up you do not stop working in that area like you do not stop taking forward action like you are saying like you mentioned that with you it's female friends, right? Mm-hmm. But you do not stop making female friends and think that I will work on this yep. and then I'll make, fe- no, you, you continue making friends, you continue investing money, you continue loving people and going into relationships as you do the work. Yeah. Right? That's what I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm okay that 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 helps that's good. I'm glad that you've pointed that that out because I think people, as you recommend to people that you know you have to identify this and you have to work on this, they take that as an excuse to go into isolation <laughs> and a lot a lot of the time they just never come out yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: that's fear, yeah, so just you have to yeah. keep moving forward in faith yeah
1: yeah you 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 can't value in it that's I think. <laughs> that could be very difficult, yes. And um, I know you have like in this this new book, Embrace Abundance. Uh, you know, along with all the many many resources that you created, is there like a favorite resource, like the one that you think people should get right now? that could really get them started on this journey where they're able to believe more in themselves and take more action. You know,
0: I wrote embrace abundance for that very person. Um, I wrote it for the person who needs small wins in their life. So it's not like you have to read the whole book to be like, okay, I got the nuggets. Now I can implement. It's like, little sections in the different areas of abundance. So little sections around health, around relationship, around financial purpose, you know, all the different fun, having good times in your life, because all of that's abundant. And then giving you like a small thing you can do to start to see it and witness it in your life. And so the book is really going to help with self-love. It's going to help with worthiness. It's going to help with, um, changing the story so that you can actually rewrite the story to see more abundance. It's going to have very practical financial stuff as well as metaphysical. So I didn't leave much out in this book. I really wanted everyone, no matter where you're at on the journey, when you comes to understanding metaphysical or not to be like, wow, I can do this and then do it and test it and watch that that area of your life, you're starting to see more abundance in it. So, yeah, I think that's the greatest thing that anyone can do. If you're new to me, if you're you're just wanting to like see about me, you can check out my website, of course, and like see what I offer when it comes to coaching or programs. I have a lot. Um, I've been doing this for a while now. And, um, you know, I, I I'd love to just serve and help and in any capacity I can, but if you're wanting something that you can just read and like do on your own, I would get the book and and you can get it at any major bookstore or Amazon. It's totally out, or you can just go to embraceabundancebook.com.
1: Yeah, I'm going to make sure to share all of those links. And I know that you are very spiritual. I know that you are someone who believes in, you know, attracting abundance. The concept is different for different people now. A lot of people have very different ideas about what it means to attract abundance, what it means to commune with the universe. So what does that mean for you? Like, what is the definition that you hold here?
0: You know, I actually love a lot of the concepts in The Secret. Um, I think that... We are a frequency and we have to get in. So this is why what I love about abundance and really abundance quickly, right? Like yeah, speed dialing abundance in all different areas of your life is that the secret sauce to that is love. The secret sauce is this, this unconditional love and understanding that you are not separated from anyone else. So when you're in love, you don't look at someone separate than you. You love, you just love. And when you love yourself, it's like this beautiful feeling, right? And and that frequency of love is what creates cr- literally the creation of abundance. Yes. And so for me, it's just an honor to be able to write a book like this that people are interested in on the very 3D, I want things, da-da-da. Because if we can get everyone into the frequency of love, it's gonna shift the planet. And it's going to shift people on an individual level and as a collective level, because we are all one. And and a lot of times we understand that, but sometimes we don't. We don't obviously always practice it. But um, to become a magnet, the frequency of love is it. And it's as simple as that. It's not your vision board. It's not, um, you know, your meditation. Meditation is a form of love. Yeah meditation drops you into a feeling of like universal love it just does that's why meditation is so grounding so healing healing on the cellular level healing on a uh you know enjoying your life a little bit more level you know more yeah. peace yeah. and all that but that's because that frequency of love has been infused so that's what i'm excited about
1: yeah beautiful <laughs> another brilliant advice uh And I know that you have, like, uh, incredible resources, as we talked about. I'm going to share all of them. But any other resources that you recommend to people, like, um, or maybe mode of learning that you recommend here?
0: Yeah, you know, I think, honestly, if you want more from me and what I'm doing, obviously, like I said, go to my website at danetme.com, grab the book, um, you know, and I think just Like, I think I've said it, like, really looking at where you're getting your information and how you're spending your time, and then just fill yourself up with really edifying, nourishing, goal oriented content in your life so that you're heading in that direction. Your mind, what you focus on, is what expands in your life. So, watch what you're focusing on. That's it. And just be really intentional
1: on those actions. So, Uh, if you were only allowed to give one piece of advice to the listeners, What would that one advice be to help them live a better life? Hmm. So
0: much words of wisdom out there. Um, What's really just coming up for me is this. This is that you are a divine being. You are here for a reason and you are worthy. You are worthy for your dreams. You are worthy of love. You are worthy to enjoy this life and a lot of times life is more simpler than we take it and we receive it and it's we just get to choose joy we have many many energies around us that we are not seeing that are there to support and just know that you're a divine being
1: worthy of it and enjoy enjoy that was the amazing Danette May. if you want to know more about our guest or you want to explore the resources mentioned during the episode the links will be in the episode description if you want to dive into similar content, go to my website, kratimehra.com, and there's a whole bunch of them for you to explore. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode, please do rate and review the show on iTunes and share the episode on Instagram. It will help the show grow and reach a wider audience. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it. Now, I'll be back next week. Till then, please do take care of yourself.